be what is popping, hey darling, Kilo Shelley. Welcome to Talk and Vibe with Polani, where we discuss about everything and anything related to garden living. I am your host, and my name is Bopolani Ola Tawera, also known as Bopolani Ababa. I am a girl who loves to suck life, even though you didn't ask. I am a very, very beautiful girl. Allow me to be vain because I am that girl you see, and be like, oh goodness, there has to be a god somewhere because what's this beauty? Yeah, that's me. You call beauty, you think Bopolani. <laughs> The title of this episode is actually I'm undecided. I'm undecided. And um, the first title that came to my head is the 20 plus syndrome. Then I said, okay, the 20 plus shenanigans in it. Then I'm thinking, honestly, I'm just going to leave it up to my graphic designer to conclude on it. Title for this episode. But, anyways, the most important thing, the cocoa, control shake patakitu. The most important thing is I'll be addressing the 20 plus. Yes, I'm here for you. So look at me into the eyes. I bring you great tidings soothing words from the Holy Spirit as it gives me a trance. Are you ready for what God has for us in this particular episode? Because trust me, 20 plus, we are in for a lot of gummy beers. I like to think I have some ministry in being a burden bearer. So before I resolved to calling it burden bearer, a lot of confusion had gone down in the background. I have always known for a while that I am an intercessor. And an intercessor loves to pray and intercede for people that they know and they don't even know. An intercessor can get woken up at night to intercede, an intercessor gets burdened and they unburden the place of prayer. But I noticed some anomalies. So what do I mean? I would get burdened sometimes and even after praying, I would receive some peace but not all of it because I would still have some burden. I didn't understand what was going on until I took an ounce of faith to just randomly share it with somebody that I felt led to by the spirit. And it was interesting how the person told me that that was exactly how she was feeling. I probably gave her words of wisdom, prayed with the person and almost immediately I received all my peace. This happened a couple more times and I would share on WhatsApp, sometimes on Twitter or even here as a podcast and I would get confirmation that that was exactly w- what somebody was feeling and that the peace I shared strengthened them and indeed they felt seen by God. So in a quest to have a name for this gift, for this ministry, for this for these burdens that just always needed me to share because somebody somewhere was always feeling this way. I suddenly remembered my department's Christian Association, CND, which means Christian Medical and Dental Association. So I remember that they have an intercessory unit which is named the burden bearer. So I'm like, yeah, okay, okay, let's work with this. At least it is in line with being an intercessor. Before I move on, do you mind if I ask, have you found your ministry? The office God has for you to let your light shine forth to men so that his nature can exceed you to them. Platform where you minister to God and his people. Maybe you have found it, maybe you have not. But let us say a quick prayer together. Heavenly Father, King of glory, the maker of the heavens and the earth, the one who loves me, the one who died for me, the one who loves the person that is listening and also died for her or him. Dear Father, O oh Lord, I ask, O oh Lord, because you are the one who created us. Jeremiah 1.5 said, before we were born, before we were formed, you knew us. Thus, you know where we are going to thrive. You know where we are going to take the word, the platform, the mode we are going to use to take thy word to the ends of the world. O oh Lord, I ask, O oh Lord, reveal unto us. O oh Lord, I ask, O oh Lord, that you guide us. But I ask, O Lord, that that platform, the ministry, the career that you you have planned, that we will use to bring glory to your name, that we discover it, that we are the skills, that we are brought into the marvelous life, and we forever make you proud. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for Jesus in my afraid. It's how we have not even started talking about this title, and you are probably wondering why I told you all that story for. But stay with me, my brother. Stay with my sister. 
that. So recently, I've had this burden for the 20 plus. Like, the pressure is what? <laughs> it is getting worse from all directions. My gracious God. Pressure to get it right with God spiritually. There's the pressure to succeed academically. Pressure to do what God is saying about monetizing your certificate or skills. Pressure to sustain relationships. Pressure to make new friends. Pressure to start thinking of having a life partner. Pressure to look good. Pressure to stay healthy. Pressure to travel. Pressure to explore. And all of that. But I like to buttress the first streams of pressure I mentioned earlier, which I feel like is very, very much applicable to you that is listening right now. First one is pressure to get it right with God spiritually. I believe that you are somebody who wants to get better with your work with God. That's why I listen to Talk and Vibe with Polali. There's also the pressure to succeed academically. I mean, what does it want to? There's the pressure to know what God is saying about monetizing your certificate or skills. So please, let's take them one by one and at least we can start to talk and vibe from here as we age we realize that 24 hours is not even that long i mean when we're children and we're in nursery school or primary school it looked like 24 hours was like a week because you're like why is why is time so slow you go to school in the morning and they pick you up by 1 p.m and it's like oh my god the gracious daddy thank you for picking me up but you know that popular thing that they say time waits for no one it begins to turn on us serious time when you get to secondary school and you realize that oh the 40 minutes that your teacher just taught you you don't understand anything and you're like 40 minutes is not even enough because let's use the scenario of having mr a mr b mr c in three different apartments same apartments in fact same building same same resources same fitting same atmosphere tell them to work on a particular project you see a wide range of results at the end of the day mr a could decide to sleep mr b could decide to play and mr c can even decide to sleep work and play this is not in any way to undermine the importance of sleep or rest. I just want to portray the point of how some of us feel when we don't get to achieve things we plan to do and the terrible guilt we feel. So the two hours we used to have on the plateau of God to study the word is now on the plateau of God a big of you working on the move, you trying to use Triumph 30, you using your Bible, like you just need to catch up, you doing the Bible cohort. Meaning we have to struggle, we have to be intentional, we have to create a structure to ensure we are praying without ceasing and read our bibles this brings this Sunday school song to mind read your bible pray every day pray every day pray every day read your bible pray every day you will grow 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 then the pressure to succeed academically this pressure to choose the right course then the pressure to get admission to either a private school or a public one then pressure to balance academic and extracurricular activities there's also the pressure to understand what we are taught and and is and ace our exams then there's also the pressure oh god this pressure is getting worse the pressure to prove that we deserve to work in a multinational nine to five or a remote job or be an employer lastly the pressure to make money like you are wondering if what you are doing the career path you are chosen is where you thrive financially you are seeing your friend your you are seeing your friends doing exploits then there's you who's just gaining momentum but in the middle to middle of changing a career and you are thinking okay is this one more lucrative or do i have passion for this or am i just going here because of money or you're like i'm only going to leave once and i have to make it i want to be a baller in the middle of all this pressure i'm wondering am i doing enough like you know um is this where i'm supposed to be i remember attending this program that did so much to my heart it did so much to my eyes it did so much to my mind if you ask me about my expectation before i attended, i'll tell you 
primary clarity, reassurance, and reaffirmations of purpose. Right in the middle of the sermon, the Lord reminded me of one of my expectations and something that I've been praying to God about really. And it was just re- reassurance of my purpose, reassurance of where I am supposed to be, reassurance of if I am doing the right thing, reassurance of if I'm not doing too much, reassurance of if I'm not doing too small. Because I can't remember exactly when, but I felt so much pressure. And it wasn't necessarily because I didn't have a lot of things that I was doing, or at least a few things I was doing. I mean, to the glory of God, I have a podcast I work on, I have jobs I go to, some which they pay, some they don't. My point is, I am busy and I have my peace that God wants me to be there. But for some strange reason, I felt so much tense, too much pressure. And I, I was in the middle of, Bonali, what are you looking for? Bonali, why are you doing this to yourself? Then I remembered, okay, Bonali, this is my not necessarily be for you. As much as I have my own word to take out of this, it's my actually be for somebody. And in the middle of, okay, Holy Spirit, what content do I push out today? Holy Spirit is saying, I have a word for my 20 pounds. Because I, I feel like where the real anxiety comes from is realizing that this is the time frame where we get to do the most important things in our life, where we get to make the most crucial decisions in our life, where we make decisions that either make or mouse. us. As much as being with God, there's, when I say there's second chances, God is a God of grace, then God is a God of forgiveness, God is a God of bringing us back to the Father. But I feel like the reason why we are very tense or sometimes anxious is because we also really want to make God proud. And we also know that we have so much energy. And the truth is, not so many of us will eventually discover in full what we need to do in a session or in the face of our life. What do I mean? Okay, so I'm 20 now and I know that I'm studying medicine. And I have glimpses of what I want to do in life. But the truth is, picture is never as clear as it should until when the picture comes out. If that makes sense, the best of the picture is until the picture comes out. So meaning that whatever picture you even have in mind, that's like little compared to what's going to eventually happen. Little compared to what God is eventually going to do in your life. I hope you are staying with me because I'm just dishing out a lot of things for 20 plus. So just catch your word as you are listening and I am diverting and just in a lot just for so many people at the same time. So well only is somebody that knows how to do a number of things. Well only is somebody that enjoys doing also a number of things and Bonali is somebody that people can call on to do really anything like I will get it done just last week to the glory of God I had a project and I never I didn't know jack about it but to the glory of God I'm somebody that I am inquisitive I like learning a lot so I don't have a problem learning it in fact I don't have a problem watching um, how to cook food that I might never try but having an idea because as young people I feel like it's also important to have knowledge about a little here a little there i mean especially as a lady you get to you know engage in intellectual conversations and they will not drag us on twitter we are the babes that when a guy told them like oh no eh let's go back to this particular program the man of god says something he said whatever you have found in your house to do and especially when you have your peace and it's not like you are struggling within you just do it because if god doesn't want you to do it he will call you back and that made so much sense to me because you find yourself doing something you find yourself doing podcasts you find yourself doing youtube you find yourself baking you find yourself into transportation you find yourself into hairdressing you find yourself into sewing i am wondering lord i know a little of this i know a little of this i know a lot of this i know a lot of this that what am i supposed to focus on you see god is a great god 
is perfect in all that it does. It will bless you with a talent, a skill, or passion that you will not need either in the short run or in the long run. You might know how to make hair and God's plan is not that you necessarily have to end up as a hairdresser. You could just be that you could own salon. You could know how to be a cashier. You could be working as a as a sales girl in a pharmacy. But in the long run, that God is preparing you to own a pharmacy that would be very big in a particular city. You could um you could be working and interning somewhere. They're not paying you, and it's looking like you're wasting your time. But in the long run, you're going to put in all of this in school, putting all of this as experience, and you just find out that oh wow. So this is why I had my peace while I was working here, even though I was not treated well. Scripture even says that whatever you find to do, do it well. That's where the spirit of excellence comes in. Excellence is not getting the best gadgets or training, or getting the most expensive food. Or getting the most expensive microphone or getting the most expensive sewing machine or getting the most expensive gas cooker it is getting the best with the available resources which predispose to you and you giving your best okay let's breathe in let's breathe out god's got you okay i wish there's another way i could say it holy spirit i ask that my beautiful listener listening to me right now understands fully that you really, really got her and you really, really got him. He said he would never leave us and he would never forsake us. It is okay to not have it all together. I mean, you are just 20. You are just 21. You are just 22. You are just 23. Yoruba says, Akiru Agwala Goshishe. That means you don't use somebody else's wristwatch. To work. It is okay to run to God when you are curious about where you are headed. It is okay to let God know that all that is doing isn't making sense at the moment. God loves to be spoken to or filtered with all your guards down. There's a scripture that just popped in my spirit now that those that wait upon the Lord, it shall renew their strength. They shall mount up in wings like eagles. What does it mean to wait on the Lord? Waiting on the Lord does not just necessarily mean fasting. Like God is with you, like you are staying with God, you're not moving ahead of God. God is at okay, finally we are at this juncture now. I need you to to be a sales girl. Oh, okay, John, we are at this juncture now. I need you to be an IT intern. I know you might not get paid, but I need you to help clean people's houses. And God is saying, wait with me. And God gives peace. I love how God gives peace that passes all understanding. Peace that the world can never give you. I am bold to say this everywhere, anywhere, at any time. His peace is tested and trusted. You will taste of God's peace like there is no other peace that will satisfy you the way God satisfies. So he's saying that wait on the Lord, wait with the Lord, stay on track. And he says you will run. Meaning that when it's looking like, oh, your friends are getting it, which is good for them and you'll be happy for them. And it's looking like, oh, you're not even there yet. It's looking like you've never made up your mind on what area of medicine you want to specialize. And you're looking like time is going. Or it's looking like you do not have a boyfriend yet or you don't have a man you want to marry at 24. And I think time is going away. Time and chance happens to all. God is good and merciful to all. I know it is. it can be summer when what you are desperately praying for is what God is blessing people around, what God is giving people around you. But it's just a sign that God is in the neighborhood. It's just a sign and reminder that, hey bro, I still see you. I mean, it's just like you're in an estate and everybody else has light. And it's just your place that does not have light. Nobody, 
will go past the house and don't notice that you don't have lights. Like, it's just like, I see you, boy, it's not yet time yet. I see you and I want to give you peace. I see you and accept my joy. We go through a lot of pressure. I can't, I, I wish I wrote down the number of thoughts, questions that went through my mind during this period that was heavily burdened for the 20 plus. For the 21 that has not gotten admission, God got you. For the 22 that probably even has fertility issues, God got you. For the 23, please, in a relationship that you are tired of, just run to God. Let God be your God. More than you just saying it, more than you just posting it, more than you just putting it in your bio. Allow God to be God in your life. For the 24 year old who's ready to get married, but there is no bubble, marriage does not define you. Jesus Christ was not even married. So I know that one changes 1,000 and two changes. 10,000. But the truth is, many of us are looking for tools to chase 10,000 when we are not even chasing 1,000. So, what am I saying? Chase your 1,000. In fact, chase your 2,000 if you can. God still got you. God does not love you less than the person that is getting married that is 24 too. So, the 25 year old who is struggling to have a job, God's got you. Trust Him. He will give you a job, your dream job, in fact, better. Far better than your imaginations. I love how AMPC says it. Far over and beyond your imaginations. So there's something I learned also. It is okay for you, 26 year old, to dream. It is okay to dream. Dream and God will sponsor it. To the 27 year old, God acknowledges that we think. God acknowledges that we have imaginations. God acknowledges that we have dreams. You will see dreams in the Bible time and again you see imagination in that scripture that i just said so dream it baby dream it my love dream it because god is ready to sponsor it and god is ready to do beyond to the 20 year old that thinks he is late and just wants to go back to school or to the 20 year old that thinks that he is late he does not have his weight on the lord yes you might feel like you have missed it you might feel like there were clear opportunities for you to have excelled you might that there is the perfect and there is the permissive will of god Remember that God is ready to do everything for you. God is going to call on your name and wait for you. Wait on you. So wait on him too. To the 29-year-old who is married, has a child, and is just scared, can I balance this house? Let God be your balance. You can do this and you got this. Sadly, 30-year-olds, you're not part of my 20 plus category today. Go on to God every time the pressure starts to get worse. Let him comfort us. Let him empower us. Let's go on to him with all our bodies. Dump them on him. Let's go boldly onto his throne of grace. Let's run talk to him. Let's, let's cry. He is our God and he is our Father. If we don't run to him, who will we run to? If we don't cry onto him, who will we cry? If we don't talk to him, who will we talk to? He is our Father and we are his child. He calls you son. And he calls you daughter. There are so many takeouts from this episode. Number one is everyone has a ministry to function. Everyone has an office. Everyone has an assignment. And the people they are sent to. Maybe the pressure you are undergoing, you 23 year old, is that you do not even know these things. Wait on the Lord. Who just be one of the talents he has blessed you with, one of the gifts he has blessed you with. Wait on the Lord. He will speak. He will talk to you. He will send people to you. He will direct you. He might not say it the Samuel way. That Samuel, Samuel. It might not be a dramatic way. It could just be something that will catch your attention and the Holy Spirit keeps driving you, inspiring you that go for this. It might even be just be something that the friend says, ah ah, follow me. 
do this is something that you would do very well because hey i saw you thrive in this see another thing is pressure will keep pressuring that is the truth pressure will get worse and worse every day but when we stand on our faith in christ jesus stand on our hope in christ jesus and stand on our peace with christ jesus I'm not coming here and telling you that there are no days I panic so that okay, will medicine pay off at the end of the day? Or should I have waited for medicine? So there are days too for me. And the word of God is the best bounce back fury. And that out recap is the 24 hours we thought was long when we were 8, 12, 1, 0. It's not the same 24 hours we know now. You can testify. Number four, we remain spiritually fervent. We need to build a system that works. 21-year-old, 24-year-old, 29-year-old, don't let that fire burn off. I love how Leviticus, I think 1610, I'm not sure, that says morning by morning, not allowing the fire to let out. Morning by morning, that the fire might not burn out. Build a system that works. If it's prayer calls that work, ensure that you're in continuous. 24-7 communion with the spirit systems that work. You can say Wednesday this is the day I'm going to recap on the sermon of my man of God. You can say on Thursday this is the day I'm going to pray with two of my friends. Or Saturday this is the day I'm going to evangelize. If, as much as you know, evangelizing should be every day. Like I mean, it's just something that you do passively and say, hey, do you know Jesus? We are talking with him in conversations. Another thing is, if you are doing the wrong thing, Christ will call us out. This is one, one of the most profound things I just found out. Because I feel like under fear that we um, all do the wrong thing. But the truth is, we are our father's children. And we cannot embark on doing something and God will just watch us. He's really saying something. He's going to send people to us. He's going to send scriptures to us to put us in check that, oh baby, what you're doing is wrong. Another thing I want us to know is there are so many sectors that God wants us to influence greatly. So meaning that your ministry might not be pooping ministry. Your ministry might be podcast ministry. Your ministry might be YouTube ministry. That's like saying media. Your ministry might be hospital. Might be mainly solely your career. Your ministry might be orphanages. Like there's everybody has a field where God has predestined for you to thrive. So you might have something. Please let me know. Send it to me. Talk to me. Tell me what is one thing that stood out for you in the words that the Holy Spirit had me to say to you tonight or to this morning at this evening. Let us pray. Spirit of the living God, our Father and our God, the one who loved us so much that he died and gave his son to redeem us, to forgive us of all our sins, past, present, and future. But I thank you for no one has loved us unconditionally before, no one will. But I thank you for loving us. But I thank you for loving us. Thank you for knowing us. Thank you for wanting to fellowship with us. Father, thank you for the gift of life. Thank you because we are alive to fulfill promises, to fulfill the world. Father, I ask, O oh Lord, that you bless your daughter with peace. I ask, O oh Lord, that you bless your son with peace. I ask that you bless us with peace that passed all understanding. I ask, O oh Lord, that in our 29, we will thrive. We will always be a people helped by God. We will always be a people that will receive God's favor. We will always be a people that will not be confused. We will always be a people that when we see a mountain, we will speak to the mountain that be that removed, that be that be made low. We will always be a people that will understand our authority in Christ Jesus. We will always be a people that know that you are our Father and always use the privileges that we have to be called your son, to be called your child.
tell Lord, I ask you, Lord, that the 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 20, 29, really sleep to this. I command peace. I command joy. I command versatility. I command strength. I command fervency. In the name of Jesus. Or in Jesus' name, I pray. Thank you for listening to this amazing episode. I love you so much. And Jesus loves you so much bro. Is it fair to say that Jesus loves the 20 plus so much more? But in this episode, yeah. <laughs> he loves you so much more. So my dear, this is what I have to say to you. Stay on pressure. Stay calm. Stay hyped. Stay at peace. Stay rested in God's promises. Signing out. My ball and lay on my back. That's your girl. Bye-bye. Bye.